In Psalm 89.1, we read, I will sing of the love and kindness of the Lord forever. To all generations I will make known your faithfulness with my mouth. Singing has always been a part of worship for God's people. This is a psalm of David who sang praises to the Lord. And today, under the new covenant, we sing praises to God. Now notice what we read over in the book of Colossians, Colossians chapter 3 and verse 16. It says, Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you with all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and with thankfulness in your heart to God. There's a number of things here. This is something that we do together. This is part of the fellowship that we have in our worship to God. But we also notice that we're doing more than just singing. We're teaching and admonishing one another with our songs. So we're teaching using the types of songs that God has commanded. He says, with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Notice singing with thankfulness in your heart to God. You know, since the beginning of the church, Christians sought only to worship in song without accompaniment. Why? Because that's what we're commanded. We're commanded to sing with thankfulness in your heart to God. In fact, the, the, the style of, of music that is unaccompanied by musical instruments is called a cappella, which literally means songs of the church. Now you remember, we've been told in the scriptures that we cannot add to the word or take away from the word. Revelation uh, 22, 18 and 19 tells us that. So when God tells us what to do, we need to do that. Sing and make mel uh, sing with thankfulness in your heart to God. Now, we need to go over to Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 19 now. It says, Speaking to one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord. We can see the, the similarities in these two verses. Again, we notice that it's something we do together. We also notice that the psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs are the types of songs that we're to do. And notice, it says, we're to sing and make melody in our hearts to the Lord. Where are we to make melody that is pleasing to God? It's not on an organ or piano or a guitar or a set of drums. We make melody in our heart to the Lord. Now people have asked me in the past, why can't we use instruments in worship? The Bible does not tell us that we cannot use musical instruments. Well, you know, the Bible doesn't tell us everything that we can't do. It doesn't need to. It tells us what we must do and that excludes everything else. Can you imagine the size of the Bible, the size of the New Testament, if it, God listed out everything that we can't do? No. He tells us what we must do, and that excludes everything else. It's like a mother sending his child to the shop, and she says, can you get me a liter of milk? She does not need to tell him, don't get 
uh, toys, don't get soft drink, don't get uh, candy or lollies, don't, don't get all that. So she doesn't need to say that. All she needs to say is, can you please get me a liter of milk? And he understands that everything else is excluded. And so too in the Bible. We are told what we must do. Now, our song service is one of the most beautiful aspects of our worship service that we perform each Lord's Day, each Sunday, as we gather together, lifting our hearts in joy to God, singing together as one. We have that fellowship that the Bible talks about. We're teaching one another. We're encouraging one another. And we're praising God at the same time as we worship God in song. Thank you once again for being with us. We really appreciate you coming along and, and watching these videos. As always, if you have any questions, please let us know. Put them in the comment section below and we'll get back to you just as soon as we can. Goodbye for now.